the college football experience. John Madden episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head to head matchups. How great is that? Download the app today or just head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy, B E T T O R, fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. Uh, you're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You can download that thing for free today. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome to the college football experience, John Madden episode. Yes, we talk college football, and John Madden, you think, oh, this guy's got nothing to do with college football. That is not true. That is not true, and we will get to that. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dant, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And I'm joined by my co-host from all the way on the East Coast. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. And third man in the booth here to join us down there at Tobacco Road. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. You know what I gotta do, guys? I gotta crack one open for a life well lived. In cheers of Mr. John Madden. Yes, this Salute. is. This is. I need to play this music. All right, because I know it's a sad day, but this is a celebration. For what I think, and we'll get into this, is I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and maybe this is a crazy statement. I'm gonna say John One Madden is the most important, most influential character in football history. 
Um, maybe you could say George Hallis. Maybe I know I watched the name it documentary. Someone said Joe named Ted Hendricks. I think um, uh, let's start there. John Madden, 85 years uh, on this planet. And boy, did he leave uh, just, just a huge, just had a huge impact on many levels, on many levels. And we'll get to these. Um, but first, uh, your take there, NC Nick, about John Madden uh, in general. John Madden. Oh, he's the god, man. He's he is on the Mount Rushmore of football, um, especially for people of our generation and older that either either you know watch him while he was a, a head coach. That wasn't us. That was for people older. But people that grew up with him as an announcer, as kids, I mean, we loved John Madden. We you know we thought he was hilarious. We loved the the uh, Telecaster stuff. Uh, the commercials, the fact that he would never go on an airplane, uh, and then you know, and th- what's kind of funny is that maybe his his lasting his lasting legacy, longest lasting, is actually the uh, video game because people, younger people, might not know him as the announcer, or they certainly don't know him as the head coach. They just know Madden football. Uh, so I mean, he, yeah, so many different aspects of his life, and he said something when uh, he got. Uh, elected to the hall of fame. He said he never worked a day in his life. He went from playing to coaching to announcing to being kind of like an ambassador of football. Yeah. And that's what I really think it is. Like he is like the face of football as much as this is a college football show, but he's the face of football. We all like as a kid growing up that I got into John Madden before I did college football. Patty C what's your take on John one Madden? Well, you know, I don't want to go here right away. I, I'll keep it. Uh, we'll, we'll dive in a little more on the the special impact he has for us. You know, obviously treating the game the way it should be treated. You know, with the with the masculine edge. You know, and and a violent edge. You know, he was all about that. But at the same time, he was fun, and he 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 wasn't gratuitously violent, but he appreciated the game being the contact sport that it was. And so that's what we need more of today. We need more Madden. You know, and we just don't have it. But you know, it, him passing away kind of takes you back to it, and it really makes like the difference in the game today versus the way it was when he was, you know, kind of at the the centerpiece of it as far as announcers. Like it's night and day, and so it, it shows like how how different it is and how much we kind of need him now. Yeah, and and uh, you know, we're gonna have a, a fan of the show, JD from North Carolina, call in in a bit and talk Madden. But you're a hundred percent right, and I, I made this case. Uh, uh, I uh, every day, even before his demise, I was saying that you know he maybe it was the fact he was an offensive lineman and defensive lineman. If if you let's just go through it before I guess I get into my point here. John Madden played at Cal Poly college football. He played on the offensive line and the defensive line. He was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles and he had a really bad injury in training camp, which then ruined his uh, NFL career. You're, you're the one great thing. Let me cut you off. He was drafted in like this in like the twenty second round. <laughs> <laughs> back Which then, is awesome. You, yeah. It's awesome they had that many rounds back then. <laughs> Can you imagine draft, covering that? Draft take like a week. <laughs> <laughs> the general manager had to be like, okay, give me somebody. It's like looking at the phone book <laughs> on like the twenty third pick. You're like, okay, um, no, but he had a bad injury in training camp. They still made a a, a football card of him though on the Eagles. Um, it's out there in the world. Maybe if you're lucky enough to have that, but then, uh, you know, what's that Madden rookie has got to be going for multi millions. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be. Uh, but then just, uh, you know, he, he, 
from what I understand, like, okay, he leaves, he, he is forced into retirement in a way because he gets cut by the Philadelphia Eagles because of his injury. He then says, okay, I want to get into coaching. He goes to a, a uh, I believe a community college. Then that leads him to the job at San Diego state as defensive. Well, I think at community college, he's a, a defensive coach becomes a head coach in a couple of years. Then uh, goes to San Diego state where Eric Coriel was the head coach. He was the defensive coordinator and Joe Gibbs was the offensive. Uh, I mean, just what a, what a staff. How many, yeah. How many coaches came from that tree? Talk about someone who's underappreciated in football history is Coriel. Yeah. A hundred percent. And John Madden was outspoken about him not being in the hall of fame. How it's ridiculous. If anything, football today, a lot of uh, you know, the, the, what we see passing the ball wise, uh, you could say comes from Eric Coriel. Um, but then he gets a linebacker coach job after like I don't know, he spends, well, they, he brings San Diego state. And this is why it's relevant with the college football experience here. San Diego state was like a D two school. They had great success with San Diego state, brought them all the way up to the D one uh, level. And I think after like, I forget the amount I think it's well, San Diego state. I think he was at with the Aztecs for like, I think seven or eight years or no, maybe three or four years. Um, then he goes to the, the Oakland Raiders where he's a linebacker coach for a few years. And then he becomes head coach for Al Davis. And then he just has an unbelievable career. He never had a losing season. He's the highest. Uh, he has the highest win percentage of any coach. <laughs> That's crazy. Most people don't know that. Most people don't even know that he was a coach. You yeah. Know? Yeah. See, so he wins a super bowl. He goes 103 and 32. 103. That's almost that's 76.3%. He has a winning record in the playoffs as well. So overall he's 112 and 39. If you add the playoff games in uh, unbelievable there, but then he, he steps out of coaching. And I thought this was funny. The irony that uh, he ends up at uh, Cal Berkeley teaching football at, at, in the classroom for, for a year. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that'd be an awesome class to take. Can you imagine? <laughs> the, the only problem was why was it at Cal Berkeley? <laughs> That's what's hilarious. That's absolutely hilarious. Um, and then, uh, and then, Top flight academic uh, institution. You know, <laughs> there might have been protesters outside the classroom, but uh, at the school itself, you're getting a top flight education there. Uh, and then he, he proceeds to look, he was reluctant to get into broadcasting. I was watching this. Uh, I watched a little bit of that documentary the other day and I thought it was a decent documentary. I thought it was fluffed up a little bit with Roger Goodell and, and, and uh, some of the, the current players being a part of it, as opposed to really diving into his history. But um, he didn't want to be a broadcaster because he thought there were hacks. He was, he, he said, they're all suits. They don't know football. Right. <laughs> and his agent had to like talk him into it, which I, I think was hilarious. Cause I think he had to meet to get the deal done. I, 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 I could be mistaken here. I don't remember exactly the, the pecking order, but I think they had to meet him. Uh, they had like a two hour window on an Amtrak <laughs> to, to convince him to broadcast. He goes into broadcasting and after three or four games, I think he felt he falls in love with it. And then, uh, we get, we get uh, the greatest announcer and maybe the greatest duo with him and Pat Summerall yeah. uh, ever. I would say as at least as far as I, I, for me covering sports, I think that's my favorite. If I had to choose uh, a football game to be announced by somebody um, and then the video game aspect. Now I know I, I'm a Tecmo super bowl guy. That's my go-to, <laughs> right? That's my number one all time, but right, right behind it. Not far behind it is the Madden video game. 
this was cutting edge. Cause, and I loved when I watched this documentary that, that Fox did about him is that they talked to the EA president who had already had the concept done before he wanted John Madden. And it was only, uh, I think seven on seven or six on six and John Madden refused. And they're like, dude, we're giving you a ton of money. And he goes, if it's not 11 and on 11, it's not football. Right? <laughs> so he refused. He said, I don't need your money essentially. So they're like, okay, we want your name. Cause you're, you, you are the face of football. So they then had to spend two more years developing the game to make it 11 on 11 all wow. for it to come out. But he held on to uh Hey, he and a realistic, uh, representation of the sport, like with a lot of official plays in there, you know, he kind of, you know, who knows how long that would have taken for them to give us an actual great simulation of football. Yeah. You know? So we thank John Madden for that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I saw, I think it was uh NFL network. I saw D'Angelo Hall saying that's how he first learned about like cover two, cover three, the dime, right. the nickel defense. You, you learn all that through John Madden. It's really incredible what he did. And then you know, he's my boy guys, because he had a, he had this, now this might be a longer clip. We might be running this clip for a minute. So be patient, but it's for John Madden, his take on domes. All right, here we go. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Ken Cook, and he wants an indoor. I heard an indoor stadium. The Redskins cannot play indoors. I mean, how can you see spots? How can this guy play indoors? John Madden. He has many <laughs> takes, by the way, there's many takes. He was pretty outspoken about how he did not like dome football. Football had nothing to do with being played indoors. I love that. I mean, I mean, Patty C, what do you make? What do you make of that? I mean, if anyone is listening to this show right now that has ever heard us talk, where do you think <laughs> we get our inspiration from? You know, <laughs> where, where does our ideology about of football stem from? Uh, largely from John Madden, clearly. Yes, a hundred. kind of funny hearing that, and and I I had heard that before, but it's been a long time. He was perfect for his time too. Like, would he like if could he start being an announcer nowadays? No, but that's my. I mean, that's my problem with nowadays. Look, uh, I have many problems. Yes, the, the third of the league is domes. I have a, a pretty strong opinion that it's just it's there's no identity. I was talking about this on the SGP show. And and Patty, they were making fun of us, me and you, and and because I said there's no identity. I said there should be a couple fields that have uh, a couple stadiums that have baseball fields, right? Because yeah. I just think it helps when it gets in the mud and stuff, you know, like just or the old Cardinal Stadium that's up in the desert, 
you know, the, the everything that looking the same, it ruins all the, that cookie cutter bullshit. I totally agree. Yeah. Completely. It, that's why that's one of the reasons why we love college football. Exactly. Exactly. And they ruin they. And also I would say announcing no one, everyone's a, a, of like, everyone's a, a, a suit in my opinion, like a safe, they yeah. play it safe. You know, yeah. I mean, maybe Gus Johnson. That's yeah. About it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Gus Johnson would be the one that I think is that stands out to at least being himself. Um, whereas as John Madden, it, it, clearly you saw what you got. Now maybe that was him being a defensive lineman, you know, and, and, and you don't see many defensive linemen on the mic, but um, I, I think oh, you got, you got booger. <laughs> He's awful. <laughs> well, keep, 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 although he did say today that quarterbacks are soft. So uh, okay. I, I, I was, I was happy with that statement He's earning points in your book. <laughs> yes. But uh, I don't know. I, I just wanted to go through and, and to me, he is the epitome of football. And if he's saying don't play in the domes, I'm on board. I'm on board guys. So uh, I don't know. What, what's your one memory? What's your, I'll say my last memory as I posed the question, it was always on Thanksgiving and always like the turducken thing. And you know how the, you know, what, what sides the offensive linemen are going to eat for some reason. I mean, all the great you know, memories and, and, and uh, moments from Madden, but for me, th- uh, Thanksgiving day football with him calling the game, and after game, you know, after the game, the most valuable player would have the turkey with him or something, which would normally be an offensive lineman. You got to give it up. He, that's another thing. No one ever gave love to the O line or D line. Yeah, the way until until John Madden came along and showed how important it was to to you know I remember times where I don't know if it was Joe Jacoby getting praise you know or Nate Newton it 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 didn't matter like he Jumbo Elliott I feel like was an all all and that's another thing how about the all Madden team he he yeah, had yeah. He, he would yeah. do something called the, that was right. kind of like more important than the Pro Bowl right yeah. um bigger honor yeah well, so in that clip he mentioned he mentions Dave Butts you know, yeah. he doesn't mention the Redskin receivers <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Uh, the Eagles, you know, running backs or something. He mentions the defensive tackle for the Redskins, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and that that's football, man. And, and, and th- there's so many clips. I, 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 I didn't have enough time to, before the show. Cause there's another one where he's talking, it's like a Packers game. And he's like, this is football. It's supposed to be cold weather in the muck in the rain, you know? And, and that, that, this is this, that's why he was so great. And he, another, he had a great way to connect with people. I think. I really think that was, he never seemed like he was on a pedestal. He just seemed like, yeah. Hey, this is me explaining football. And and that was the, the thing that stands out most to me. I know you said Thanksgiving. I think it's him drawing on the screen when yeah. he was always diagramming. And, and it was, sometimes it wasn't even football plays. I was watching a clip today of a, uh, I think it was at the Meadowlands or in Buffalo where a bag, a couple bags were blowing in the wind and he was him in summer. He was diagramming. Uh, right, he was right. like, here's, here's what you do. You you don't bend down to pick up the bag because the wind is going to push that along. And he's like, what you do is you use your leg to try to trap the bag on the, on the ground, or maybe a, you know, plant your leg. And, and then you won't look like a fool trying to pick up the bag multiple times. That is that, but that's classic. That's vintage Madden. And that's what made him so great. Uh, Patty it's C Homer Simpson <laughs> game. It's Homer Simpson matched with someone who like really knows about the game. It's wildly entertaining, obviously. Well, that's uh, it, it, it came off. It, it always seemed like this was a dude his that you knew was passion. 
like you could hear the passion Definitely. of football in his voice. You knew that this guy wasn't just watching football for the paycheck here. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, and you know what? I cracked a beer during the opening because how, how great would it have been to, to crack a few beers with John Madden uh-huh. and talk football? A hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. I mean that I, 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 it'd be, it'd be bucket list. It's a shame. I won't be able to, at least in this life, but um, Patty C, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you in the process of saying? Uh, I was just saying, you know, football and it's, it, when you think back to like gladiator times, any, any combat sport, any like full contact sport is in a way simulating battle, you know? And so when you see the game of football being played inside, you know, that's not a, a realistic like representation of what you're going to see if you're watching more. Now, obviously we're as a society, like parsing it down to make it safe, but you're still like having full contact and John, John Madden appreciated and understood, you know, what it was that like made football great. And like kind of, uh, activated that, that aspect of our, 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 our carnal, like lust, not bloodlust, but like, you know, we, we, we want to <laughs> see people get hit, you know? And so he knew where the line was and you know, that that's why Madden was great. And now it's gone. And Nick said, Hey, can this guy like come out today? Could he exist today? And you get online and I saw you uh, post something called me about someone putting something that Madden was uh, like toxic, you know, yeah, and the video oh, game, they said the video, video game, game was toxic exploited people. Like, yeah, he could not exist today. And I don't know. It, it's just, uh, you have to appreciate what he was and, and, and be glad that we have that as like part of part of our history with him because yeah, it's kind of gone and we, we need it. And I, I think the NFL should do the honor John Madden this weekend with him. You know, his attire, he would wear a suit and a tie, right? Or not, not a suit, but like just the, the shirt and the tie with the pants. That's yeah. illegal. It's illegal. That's I have a problem with the NFL even making that illegal, but apparently it's illegal now they should have all the coaches do that this year, this weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should, they should I- honor John Madden. I'd prefer a, a grassroots efforts and coaches just w- doing it rather than some, you know, demand that comes down from the top from the NFL. But I agree. It'd be cool if a couple of coaches just did it and say, you know what you want to find me, find me. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fantastic, man. So, um, I mean, any, I mean, I guess we kind of covered all of it here. I mean, saying part of the college experience, John Madden had an impact on college football. He played at Cal poly, which until last year ran the triple option respect. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Just I, I, it sucks to me. I know that he hadn't broadcast a game in like 12 years, but it just sucks still that, uh, that the face of football, the guy that epitomizes football to me, almost like a Lombard. I know, you know, I wasn't alive when Vince Lombardi was, was, was alive, but I would think, you know, the George Hallis's Vince Lombardi Madden is right there with them. He's right there. Well, look, the one good thing about him passing, you know, obviously it does suck, but he had kind of faded away to obscurity a little bit with the exception of the video game with him passing. It does give everybody a chance to, to listen to old clips to maybe, you know, share some stuff to the younger people that don't know much about him. you know? So the one thing with his passing, it does kind of bring him back into the the spotlight where you know, you can explain, you know, what he did and who he was and how awesome, you know, he was back then. So if you want to look at a silver lining, there it is. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, before I get out of here, um, uh, I gotta get, I gotta get to a phone call. We have a, a, a longtime fan of John Madden calling in. So with no further ado, let me get over to this. 
joining us on the college football experience. Uh, I know it's college football that we normally talk, but I, I feel like this guy's such an icon. He was basically, I feel like my introduction into football with John Madden, we're talking about here. So I got, I had to get JD on JD calling from North Carolina. Uh, I know you're a huge NFL guy or was a huge NFL guy, basically a football connoisseur. Uh, how you doing, man? And, uh, and, and uh, obviously sucks that, uh, John, you know, our, one of our godfathers, uh, John Madden is, is now, uh, you know, uh, on to the next uh, phase, I guess, or whatever you want to say, but uh, how you doing, man? Hey, welcome. Thanks for having me on Colby D. I've listened to you and uh, NC Nick for a while and you got a good podcast rolling. So uh, happy to be here. Not happy to be here under these circumstances, though. But uh, I guess we'll be talking about that today. Yeah, and and look at this. We got. I mean, I'm bummed out. I mean, he's 85 years old. He hasn't announced a game in 12 years. But it's John Madden. There's there's certain things that just like to me, he's almost like sacred. It's like one of those. I I. It's almost like when I explain to friends of mine, like Michael J. Fox was, I thought, one of the more likable actors ever. And I'm like either or, or Jackie Chan. I feel like it's impossible to dislike those people. Well, J- John Madden in football to me, I, I don't know that I've ever met anyone that says, "Oh, I can't stand John Madden." Be- he was just fantastic. I mean, what was your first experience or first memories of of John Madden, and and what 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 was the reasons for you becoming a fan? Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I think he's he's very um, yeah. he basically. I don't know if that's a word or not, but he links football from the older eras to the future eras because of his long career in coaching, broadcasting, and then in video games. He's a link from the past to where we are today. And uh, I think that's why a lot of people miss him. I just thought he was so great at connecting too. like, uh, like I'll be honest, like I'm not, and fans know this. I'm not, I still watch the NFL, but I'm not huge into the NFL anymore because, and I think they, they kind of miss several things that they used to have, but John Madden, I think is one of them. It like uh, all their announcers now, maybe short of uh, Gus Johnson that I feel like they all sound the same. They sound the same to me. Whereas as to me, you go back and listen to John Madden and he would connect with you, man. Like, and he would ne- never be too big or too like uh, talk down to you in a way um, he connected with you. And I think that's something that misses. And, and he, and wh- what was great about John Madden is you never knew what he was going to say next. Like, I feel like uh, he didn't care that uh, potentially he could piss people off with his statements or, you know, he was never safe. He was just him. He was, what you see is what you get. I know I loved him because he, and I think you too on this takes that he hated domes. He believed, he believed football should not be played in domes. He believed football should be out in the mud, in the muck, in the weather, in the conditions. Um, what, what do you make? What do you make of that, though? Of, of, would yeah, you agree they, with that? They had him on an all-Madden uh, special that he did like once a year, where he picked his guys, uh, basically like an all-pro team that he picked. And uh, at first, he came into like an artificial studio that they had created for him, <laughs> and he had Pat Summerall with him. And they walked in, and he he goes over to like the little area he's supposed to. That's got he goes, oh, oh, I see two problems, and he point he looks down, and he's like, that's artificial turf, and then he's like, I think we're in a dome. And then it showed him like uh, pushing a button. I think he was in like a one of the newer stadiums at the time. 
and you push a button where the roof retracted, and then he was happy with uh, what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 he is like, I mean, look, this guy. I, and I, there's so many levels to this. Why I thought he was great. I believe in that. I believe uh, many of the reasons why I like football. One of my first, you know, connections I think was John Madden, but also what he he built. He built like he would explain to you as a kid, I was watching this and I just feel like you would know identities based off teams. And I feel like that's missing in today's NFL. I've talked, I've talked about it on the sports gambling podcast show with Sean and Ryan is that every team is the same to me. Now you have what 12 dome teams or something in the NFL. That's like a third of the league. It it's, it's just, it's, it's different to me. It's different. Every announcer's the sa- it's it's safe to me and it's it's boring. It's mundane. It's it's like I still watch because I love football, but I, I I feel like John Madden is a breath of fresh air when 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 talking football, especially now. Like so, I, I and and the the takes on domes. I'm all on board with that. I believe football sells better when you can see it outdoors. I mean, I can't tell you how many times as a kid you see a game on in the snow. You, 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 maybe you didn't have uh, you know, back in the day, you didn't have direct TV and have all the, uh, the tickets. You're trying to get highlights from that. You're trying, you want to see the game in the snow or the rain or the elements. And I thought John Madden always did a great job of doing that. Of I ex- think two things brought were, you know, typical of a Madden broadcast. There were two things, basically everything was about the game and then fun. So those two things are the things that I think about when I think about the broadcast, there wasn't a lot of, stuff about, you know, from outside the game, he made a lot of changes in the production of games. He uh, was the first to, you know, when he signed on doing announce as an announcer, you know, they went to prep him for the game and they gave him some film. And he said, what's this? He said, this isn't coach's film. I got to have the coach's film to do this. And then they said, well, you know, he said, I want to talk to the teams. And they said, well, we'll get you a PR guy. He said, oh no, I want to go and talk to the coaches. So he was the first and that became after he did that, he went to the coaches' practice. He went, he said, I want to go to the practices, talk to the coaches, talk to the players. After he did that, that was all him. Six months later, it was standard in the business. Crazy. Crazy. And and, and yeah, I mean, that's what another thing I found interesting is he never wanted to be a commentator. Let's let's talk, let's step back for a second. John Madden was a guy that played offense and defensive tackle at Cal Poly. Then, then he got drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles and in preseason, he had a really bad injury, which then forced him back in the, you know, the, 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 the injuries back then were actually much worse because it was, it, yeah. it was interesting. He said, that's why he became a coach. What happened is he got injured. And then back then they didn't have a big training staff and all this, you know, so he was injured. He couldn't play. So he hung around Norm Van Brocklin, their quarterback in the film room. And he learned football you know, before that he was just an offensive lineman. He didn't know a whole lot about the game, but he watched uh film with Norm Van Brocklin. And he said, he learned a lot about the game, wanted to become a coach after that. And then he becomes a, a, a head coach at Allen Hancock college, a community college. Uh, I find this incredible he's a community college in Santa Maria, California. Then, you know, he's an assistant coach for a couple of years and he becomes a head coach there. Then he gets hired by air Coriel. Uh, Don Coriel uh, to be the defensive coordinator of San Diego state. Now, Aztec fans should be, uh, if you're listening to see, this is how it relates to the college experience is that San Diego state was a division two school before air Coriel and uh, then bringing in John Madden. And also on the offensive staff, might I mention Joe Gibbs, they had Joe Gibbs, John Madden and air Coriel on the same 
uh, coaching staff with the Aztecs, and that brought them up to D1. They had incredible success in the 1960s, uh, which then led him to be the Raiders linebacker coach, uh, and then thus become the head coach. But that's that's what I want to talk about. That, that, that Joe Gibbs uh, is an interesting fact because I think I read this in the book about uh, there was a book about Gibbs, Parcells, and Walsh, and uh, I think I read that. Under Coriel, Gibbs was started out as like a grad student or something like that. And Madden was the defensive coordinator. Madden, as Gibbs was moving up the chain there, Madden said something. I think they were going to have the defense scrimmage the offense, I guess, in the offseason spring games. And Madden, who had seniority on Gibbs, demanded that he like give him his playbook basically for the for the game, I guess. And Gibbs refused to. <laughs> he ended up leaving there. Uh, Gibbs did, I think, if I'm recalling the story correctly, it's a, it's a pretty funny story. You can pick <laughs> it up in that book if you want to. Yeah, so, uh, I mean that's that's fascinating. So I mean, nothing. Here's, uh, here's one other thing you might not know about John Madden. Not only is he just a coach that won a Super Bowl, he has the highest winning percentage ever in the NFL, higher than Lombardi, yeah. higher than Belichick, never than Gibbs and Walsh, never had a losing season ten years, a hundred and one thirty two and seven. That is 76.3%. I mean, the guy is uh, unbelievable head coach. So, but that's what I found so interesting was that he becomes a head coach. Uh, well, becomes a coach and then goes through the ranks, whether it's uh, community college, college, uh, NFL. And then, you know, he, he, he resigns says he retires, says he's never going to coach for another team again. First off for him to hold that up because most of the times they say that. And then two years later, they're coaching another team, but then he ends up coaching at the University of Cal of all places, which is hilarious to me. He starts, he teaches a, a football class at the University of California, which is almost a double negative here because I feel like uh, Cal Berkeley is like almost anti-football. But uh, that then he so he teaches, uh, takes a year off, does that, then becomes uh, a, a, an announcer, and he resented the idea of being an announcer because. He thought they were all stiffs. He was like, man, these guys don't know football, right? And he was like Howard Coselli and all these other people. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. I've always hated that part of the game. And, and, but his agent was talking him into it and he becomes an announcer. And then, uh, you know, after four or five games, I think he fell in love with it, but just a, 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 an amazing life. And then the video game, the video game, which look, I, I, I am pro Tecmo super bowl as the best video game of all time. But right after that, to me, is the John Madden's, uh, you know, I, I don't play it currently for the most part, but growing up, John Madden's football game was, was uh, everyone had to have this everyone. Uh, you, you would be waiting. You would be waiting for the game to drop each, uh, each season. So you can have the updated players or new playbooks, or, you know, I can uh, going back to the nineties, but just uh, on all accounts, this guy, unbelievable job. But I think a big factor of him with the video game. And I think correct, correct me if I'm wrong here would be like, we never Tecmo super bowl was great. As far as the chess match when playing an opponent, like the psychological game, but with the video game with John Madden, it's the first time you would see, you know, three, four defense to a four, three to, you know, all this other stuff. I mean, this game was cutting edge. What, what do you make of that? Oh yeah. It was definitely cutting edge at, at the time. Uh, you know, I'm in my mid forties. And when I was young, it was about, uh, you know, we didn't, we, we had football cards and things like that. The old generation had, and you kind of lined your football cards up and played four, three or three, four and pretending there was a game when you were really young. And then, uh, as you got older, 
those video games came along and they were definitely the thing. It was kind of interesting because that's what I was talking about when I was talking about how he's like a bridge from the past to the future. When, you know, you asked me my first memories of a kid was him doing all the big games. We were big Redskin fans. We'd be at, I mean, families were huge back then. Both of our parents come from huge families and you'd go over to the family's house and everybody would be there. It, the men would be smoking. There'd be smoke clouds everywhere, drinking beer, playing cards and watching the game. And there'd be a house full of people, you know, watching, watching the game. And it, it was maddening Summerall because the skins were big at the time. They were a great team. And it was the skins against the Cowboys, the skins against the giants skins against the Eagles, big games during the eighties. And, uh, Madden was right in the thick of that. And then he reaches the younger generation like you, yeah. you know, via a video game. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that, that's what I mean is like, I, I don't know. I remember watching this Joe Namath documentary where I forget, I, I might've been Ted Hendricks, uh, the linebacker from the Oakland Raiders in the, in the seventies that, that, you know, played under, under John Madden. But he said that he thinks Joe Namath was one of the most important people for uh, the future of the game. And I agree. I mean, I wasn't alive then, but I'm saying, uh, obviously this guy come and say, Hey, we're going to beat Joe Namath and the pizzazz and stuff. And, and, but I think the most important guy for the sport of football in my lifetime, at least is John Madden. And, and I think a lot of that is what you say right there, whether it was connecting, you know, my father remembers him as a coach. Then, uh, you know, you remember him as an announcer where and I, obviously I remember him as an announcer too, but I also connected on the video game front and, and you have, and now you have a generation that's never heard him announce that and connects with the, the video game. Cause it's still going. It's the, the, the I think the highest grossing, uh, uh, sports video game of all time, just an unbelievable life. Um, uh, look, I, 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 I wish we had more John Madden's out there because I, I believe the sport is better when you have, and that's another thing is like the sport, the sport needs to remember that it's about fun. Yeah. It's about the game. If yeah. the sport can remember those two things, then it's got a bright future. The more it steers away from that, I think the less people that'll be interested in it. And, but I think the, the, on the offensive line, the defensive line, you know, that was what Madden played. You don't really have a lot of announcers that are offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Maybe that's what I appreciate is he always made time to point out you know, the offensive line, the defensive line and give those guys shine. And, and I feel like it, that humbles you it, being an offensive lineman or defense lineman in general. But then, uh, cause I feel like every announcer today is like a quarterback. I really feel like that. So I don't know, but God bless John Madden. And I appreciate you coming on the show, JD, to talk John Madden. We're going to continue this on the college football experience. We're going to have a couple other guys talking John Madden, uh, just the king of football. Loved his commercials too. Thank you for for coming on, JD, and have a wonderful day. Hey, keep it rolling, uh, Colby and NC Nick. Take care. There we go. That was awesome talking to JD from North Carolina, as well as N- well NC Nick's in North Carolina too. I had the combo, and then I had Patty C there. We were great talking. Uh, it's just great pulling back the curtain, going back through, uh, remembering all those classic moments with John Madden. Man, it's a, it's a bummer that I got to bring you an episode, but I felt, and I know that okay, be hey, this is college football experience. What does it have to do? That John Madden is football. He is football. He'll forever be football. And uh, God rest his soul, and, and and condolences to his family, friends, loved ones. And uh, yeah, I'm very very grateful. I, a lot of my childhood. I owe a great thank you 
to uh, to John Madden, whether it was the video games, whether it was the announcing, or the work he put in as a head coach. Now, even though I wasn't alive, uh, the Raiders had an identity that I loved uh, as a kid. That uh, you know, it's kind of still holds up uh, to this day. So, a lot of that for, because of Al Davis and John Madden, but in general, John Madden just incredible. Really appreciate everyone uh, subscribe to the college football experience and uh, so tell a friend if you can, I'd appreciate that. And uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, and also uh, look, I got to tell you, I got to do this thing here. I got to get us paid. All right. Madden had to do it. He had to switch to Fox. Well, I'm not going to switch to Fox, but I'll tell you this much. Uh, the college football experience is brought to you by TickPick. College football's championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is upon us. The FCS national championship is upon us. The college football four team invitational playoff is upon us. And uh, don't forget that college basketball season is upon us. So, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their favorite, you know, in the, in games this, this winter, because tick pick. Yes. That's T I C K P I C K is the original no fee ticket site. And the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets, whether it's college football, whether it's college basketball, whether it's NFL, whether it's concerts. All right. <clears throat> I mean, look, I say this all the time. I go to concerts, especially pre COVID. I would go to a lot of concerts. I got a, fr- I got a lot of friends that are, you know, whether they're comedians, whether they're uh, DJs or musicians, I used to live with a bunch of musicians. So I'm always going to shows and, or I was at least pre COVID and then uh, sporting events, obviously with this job and there's nothing worse than, than paying for these tickets. And you see that service tr- service fee. That's like $35 per ticket. So you, it's like you're end up buying a third ticket, essentially just trying to take you and your girl or your wife to a, uh, an event. Um, well, TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price uh, on all their tickets. I mean, if you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you a hundred ten percent of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at TickPick.com/sgp. That's TickPick.com/sgp. I also want to tell you we're brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet. Uh, look. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy, yes, B E T T O R Fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head to head matchups. Um, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome right there. I love that invention there. Uh, we're also brought to you by SoBet. SoBet, sign up and join the social betting revolution and bet against your friends over at SoBet.io/sgpn. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download and it'll give you access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts, all of our articles, everything. All right, so go get that thing already. All right. Thank you so much for rocking with the college football experience and hope you have a wonderful holidays, a happy new year and uh, stay safe and enjoy 
uh, all this action that we got. And hopefully you can reminisce about John Madden and, and join in with us. If you got stories to tell them on Twitter at the Colby D let's do this damn thing. All right, folks uh, signing off. Remember I, I said, check out the Slack channel sports scaling podcast. That is a great thing. I'm telling you yeah, from, from uh, college football to college basketball to NFL to bobsledding. I, 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 we got you covered. All right. So subscribe to that. And uh, yeah, like I said, wonderful new year and uh, yeah. Condolences to John Madden, a true legend, a true football God. Uh, have a wonderful day.